We're looking for ways to strengthen our connection, positive ways to strengthen that quality of connection to the entire Jewish people. And the hope is that uh, we could start even on a smaller scale. And if we understand that there is that core connection between us, that applies to really all Jews, and also what we're doing in the uh, sort of typical life situations that are with people that we have some kind of a relationship with, if we can do it in a way that strengthens the fundamental core connection, the best good way, and that will be something that could apply, hopefully, to and be able to be spread to all of Palestine. I'm here. So I'm open to uh, any and all suggestions that anybody has to share. Everything is, is welcome and appreciated and valued. So if anybody wants to uh, share a thought on this Indian, they are invited to go right ahead and get the ball rolling. Any challenges to connection? Welcome? Or just pizzas for... Um, no, either way is fine. I'm just, I'm just asking. I don't, I don't need to do this now. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm, I'm inclined to, tr to want to try to start with the positive ingredients first, okay. and then maybe also try to address the challenges. Um, yeah, normally we say first there comes a sermon run and I say type, but uh, sometimes it's a little bit easier to jump in on the assay type. So uh, I'm looking for ways, yeah. maybe even things that we're doing already. If we have a certain kind of awareness, we bring in the proper mindset that they can be ways that could serve in a very good way to help us strengthen that underlying core connection, which we do know about, which we do appreciate, but we're not maybe always naturally so in touch with. So I'm happy to go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, no. It, it's kind. It, it, I could kind of phrase this as like, it's easier for me to connect with people when they're not exhibiting these qualities, which is kind of like a reflection on good qualities, perhaps. That um, okay. If you could phrase it in terms of the good qualities, which which good qualities can we employ that will make it easier for there to be good connection in our interaction with people? and thereby strengthen, strengthen that good connection. Okay. I don't know if I can do that right now, but okay. Okay. Now, if anything comes to mind along the way, please share with us. And of course, I'll be eager to receive it anytime. So uh, one thought that came to my mind, Simcha, you want to go ahead? Yeah. Please. Bakasha. Um, I mean, it's just, there's really, I kind of see a, a few things. I don't want to, but I'll just touch quickly on a few things. Without yeah, we, got, we got plenty of time. We don't have to finish in one session. Right, right. <laughs> I'd just like to touch a little bit. Right, Obviously, like if we're trying to strengthen connection, you know, I even picked up from what Hill was saying, uh, you know, ANOVA is very important because I, I would see that like what Hill, I, I, I may mention for a second that if someone's a Balgaiva, I don't really want to connect with them. So if I want to create connection in Kali Yisrael, I should work on my Anava. 
So people will want to, you know, people will feel comfortable connecting with me and we'll just spread that, you know, goodness around, you know, removing kinna, all these things take away from the connection we have. If I'm, you know, I'm a kind of the other one, he's going to be a kind of me, Lush and Hara. I mean, there's so many, there's a myriad of Benan Lechavero, you know, mitzvahs that we can do and things we could stay away from and midos that we can strengthen and stay away from, you know, the bad ones that certainly would maintain the connection. Just maybe, you know, I'll, I'm I'll thinking, if, if you allow me just to sort of like add something as a, maybe a way, a way I'm understanding or hearing it, is that we could um, sort of relate to those things um, as means of strengthening connection uh, in addition to just the particular media per se in its own right. Like, of course, arrogance is bad in its own right. Malashnara is bad in its own right. And Zakina is bad in its own right. But there's also the aspect that Maybe that's really the, the, the critical core aspect, but we don't always think about it in those terms. Well, this is this is this is dividing us. This is this is going to cause separation. I would rather be well connected. So let me try to overcome the pull towards the gaiva, the pull towards the kina. Like try to let that go for the sake of maintaining the good connection, for the sake of engendering good connection. Okay, go ahead. Okay, very good. Excellent. Yes, I definitely, I definitely hear what Rebbe's saying as an important aspect. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And then it goes along with many things Rebbe talked about, about connection being a focus. You know, you gave some, I mean, many, many shirim ago, you talked about that. So I think it just goes in line with that. And it's very, uh, definitely resonates. Um, and just another thought I had was also even though, it, you know, it's a little bit of a circle, but we're all connected. Hashem, B'nai Yisrael, Torah, it's all one big connection. So I think even, and it could go along with what you're saying about the Kavana, but even when I'm doing, even when I'm doing mitzvos that connect me to Hashem, even, you know, straight to Hashem, or I'm learning Torah, I'm connecting with that. And certainly when, I, you know, the, like C.S. Charm says, the mitzvos are dveikus ba Hashem. You know, that's, those are the means to connect with Hashem and Obviously, we could do, you know, talk about the Tomer Devora, you know, the ways to connect with Hashem through the Yugimomidos to emulate Hashem. So I think also through, I would, th- I would think that through that, through connecting with Hashem, um, especially for Mechavin, but maybe even if we're not Mechavin, I don't know, then uh, we would be connecting with others as well. So those are just some of the thoughts I... You know, that, that, that's very good if you allow me to just elaborate. Yeah, that's all my that, thoughts. That, so, that, since, that since, ultimately, what is this, the source of our connection with each other? What is the source of the connection of Am Yisrael? It's that we have that Nishmas Yisrael that is of Hashem's design that relates to Hashem. Of course, that's everything in the Bria, but we're talking about like the highest level of, of the, the peak closest to Hashem in the creation. You know, like Nishmas Yisrael is like, as we know from the Zayak, Yisrael, Kujabricho, Raisa, Chado, it's a beautiful song. So, so we know we know that phrase. So we do have that awareness that as its real root, of course, it all comes back to our connection to Hashem. So then it does stand to reason that the stronger that we connect to that fundamental source, the better we'll have a good foundation for that connection.
with each other. So if that's something that we want to have, that we could relate to, so we should know that this has a good role to play. That the more that our true, our true fundamental source of connection is strengthened by us and our experience, the more that we are well prepared and positioned to have it with our fellow Jew. Um, it, gets a little, it gets a little tricky maybe because what if some other Jews are not so religious and I, I might see I may see myself based on, you know, a lot of sort of, you know, um, life situations and, and, and information that we receive and, you know, that there's some kind of a divergence between religious and non-religious. We have to be able to see past that. That's the person is at his core. He is a Jew. He's connected to Hashem. He's worthy of everything good of the Torah. If at this point he's not living that way, that does not define him. We don't we don't disrespect him because of that. We don't we don't you know sort of reject him because of that. Nor do we like sort of disregard his ultimate freedom of choice. He has a freedom of choice, so he needs to have that. So it's, it's, that his own personal life could be you no know, uh, not simple, and we're not we're not going to be judging, but. We're not going to be losing out anything. If we are, we are certain that there'll be no loss in our connection through our fundamental good connection to Hashem. Then, hopefully, you know, we'll be able to share that. We're able to project that. We don't see this as putting us apart, and we wish that you know others would see it also the same way. That our good connection with with Torah mitzvos. Is not a cause of, of disconnection to those that are not practicing right now. At the core, we are one. Can we can we can we apply that? Can we also apply that to a non-Jew as the Tzalmel Kim in terms of relationships with, or is that like Dafka, like an achlus of like Um It's a little tricky because we have aspects of Taira that are meant to define us as Am Yisrael that is separate from the other nations of the world. So of course we need to have the basic respect for them and it probably does stand to reason very much that the stronger that we actualize our own being in the image of Hashem and living that way, the more we will see that in other people and be able to respect that in other people, the more we are in touch with it the more that we will see them in that light. And that will be 100% correct and proper. But we still have to be aware that there is also an aspect of Taira where we have a unique connection with each other that we need to have as distinct from the other nations. So we have to try to hold both concepts together of there being B'Tzal Malukim and respecting them as that. And that's stressed very much in the Pirish Mishnais of the Tarzyantif and the um, and the Tverus Yisrael um, on the Mishnah of us of Chavar Mishir B'Tselem that it doesn't include non-Jews although there is some achalikas about that so we, the Slabadik approach is definitely to include non-Jews within that so we definitely could definitely use a lot of chizuk in that area for ourselves as well and that will be able to apply it to everyone but <clears throat> ultimately there still is you know 
a unique connection to Yisrael that is that is sort of over and above. The ideal is supposed to be of Yisrael being the the nation of the teachers, that would then spread the teachings to the rest of the world, and through that come to serve Hashem together. But that was not achieved uh, initially when we did the Chet Egel, and now we're on a long road to try to get there. <laughs> so, but the, the concept of Klaus being the light to the nations, that's a definitely well-established concept. It's a fundamental presents that in different places. I've Hirsch definitely talks about that at length in 19 letters. It's in the Rambam. So, okay. Um, the, getting back to this point, we even find uh, the concept that uh, Rizal said, that's the introduction to davening is to focus on the union of the mitzvah of Avas Yisrael. Well, it seems that maybe specifically uniquely tefillah, which has to do with davening as a tzibur, 10 people bring the shechina. There is a special aspect of connection of cholesterol in the area of tefillah and, you know, ultimately by all mitzvot. Yes, we are all, we're meant to be serving Hashem as a nation. And the Sephora spells out that that is, um, an aspect of all acts of kindness that we're doing, that it is enabling us to live together and help each other. And it gives us the opportunity to unite with one another. So really, it's something that we could have in mind um, in a very good way, whenever we have the opportunity to be helpful to somebody which really could help things go much better for everyone. Because, you know, after all, sometimes not easy for somebody to accept help and they're not necessarily comfortable with it. But if our mindset is that we're designed to be a, a group that is working together, that is helping each other, that everyone has something to give to others in some situation. So then we're able to share our gifts in a very good way, in a way that the other person doesn't relate to it, like we're higher, they're lower, we're the giver, they're the receiver, they're, they're, they're lesser in some way. So this is the gift that Hashem has put into my care, and it's for us to, to benefit from. The more that I could relate to it that way, you know, this is how we make it through life. We got to be there for each other. Everybody has something to give, you know, to somebody somewhere, somehow, sometime. So if this is a chance that, you know, I have something to offer, it's here for you. That could, you know, enable people to be sort of accepting of our help and feeling as good about it as is possible. So the more that we could keep that in mind and, you know, relate to it that way. One experience it that way. So the more the people that were able to give something to will experience it that way and it will be so much better. How does that sound?
Okay, very good. I have to welcome Rav Loza Chaim and Arakili. Shkayach for being with us. It's a treat. <laughs> if you're still here, of course. Um, and along similar lines, I think, um, you know, it could enable a person to also sometimes be more accepting when they need help. Very often we're very uncomfortable with having to reach out for help when we really could use it. But if the way that we're trying to relate to it is, okay, this is, you know, this is how we roll. This is how we get through life. We got to be there for each other. When somebody needs me, I'm there. If I, if, if I need somebody's help, I, I'm confident that they'll want to be there for me. They're not going to, you know, feel burdened by it. Of course, I cannot be, you know, uh, imposing unreasonably. But we are something that the, the need is valid and someone has something to give that they can be one who is contributing to that good connection, that good experience, that good working together. So give them a chance. They'll be, they'll be happy for it. So that could enable, enable us to sort of be more okay with getting the help that, that we really need sometimes. I think that's also you know, a, good, a good opportunity to, to utilize this concept. Like, don't feel you're imposing on it. You're giving a chance for good connection. And amazingly, the Rambam writes that so when there are two very devoted friends and their goal is to achieve what is really good, truly good, the way they want to achieve it is by being helped by each other. Our natural mindset is that we want to be independent and do it all on our own. If we can't, okay, well, we'll be graciously accept someone's kind assistance. But it seems from the Rambam that the best situation that we should even want for ourselves is that we really can't do it on our own, which is, happens to be the case. We really can't, especially when it comes to learning Torah. You need that help in many other life situations. But it shouldn't be like, okay, since, you know, this is a necessity, I'll accept it. This should be celebrated. This should be the, the, the best desired situation. And we will do it together. So that's the way to try to approach our life situations and helping each other. We're doing it together. Everyone has something to contribute. So let's, let's, let's make it happen. And if to broaden this, you know, <laughs> and there's some people who could speak about it much better than me, and I, they're invited to, uh, to share that, to try to view many life situations, including and maybe especially business, as primarily aiming for group success as opposed to personal success. If I could view my company as a source of tremendous productivity and blessing and benefit to so many people where we're working together to achieve this and everyone is succeeding together as best we can. That's, that's more desirable to me than that I, I'm using it as a device for my own personal 
while being, of course, you know, respectful and, and helpful, and generous. No, I'm trying, like I say, there could be others that could, that could testify to it better than I can. Be able to look at this whole venture as a means of amazing group success. That could be very powerful. So like, to really touch a little bit on the concept of like, viewing us as a great entity that is succeeding together. And almost that I want more, the maximum success of the group than just my own person. If somebody can reach that, you know, that's amazing. But try to imagine reaching that. Try to imagine that what I want the most is that there should be the maximum, you know, breadth of success for all together, as opposed to my own personal, and even if my personal will be a little bit less, I'll be happy with it. And the answer will be, of course, because I'll be enjoying it so much more. Because the whole experience will be so much better than if I'm only focused on myself. It will be an experience where that attitude will be sensed, will be experienced, will be, will, will be spread. There will be a good, a really good kind of a working together that will be very, very gratifying. That will be itself maybe the, the greatest success. But the success will not be measured only in dollars. It will be measured in people being successful, people being productive, people being able to be a source of good for other people, like you know, more and more spreading. That will be, you know, much better than just, you know, more dollars in the bank account. So that could be a situation where we could try to employ that quality, try even try to think in those terms. Another situation, of course, is, uh, go ahead, go ahead. No, because uh, uh, I was thinking when I, um, I was gonna ask you if the topic of the talk is like strengthening connection. I, I actually just read the web cover title and that's what it is. Trying to find um, ways, yes, that's the title. <laughs> Um, and, and, um, right. So I was thinking, what, what if, what if like you already, what if you recognize that connection feels like being connected to a group of people feels like awesome, which I don't know if that's the basis to want, like for the value of connection, but let's say, let's say like, it's great when everyone could be connected. It, fe it feels great. What is truly good can only feel great. That's right. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> but how, however, Yes. However, there are there are things um, in for whatever for specific people in your life, whether they're close contacts or distant contacts, whether they're whether they're um, work contacts or school contacts or or just friends, you know, informal contacts that mm -hmm. that for one reason or another, um, and you don't even have any like real reason to be connected to them in the first place, but something about them turns you off. Mm -hmm. something about the way they present themselves and not just like small like whatever they activate your insecurities or they or it seems like they're touting their accomplishments and that's not necessarily true maybe you're just projecting that onto them okay it, right right to your insecurity or or someone's being overly um 
like exacting with you on like the letter of the law when you mm-hmm. might have thought that like it would be okay if you got some leeway mm-hmm. in whatever life situation. So mm-hmm. let you actually, it would be great for you if you could feel connected to that group of people and to that person in authority or, or those peers, but there's something about them or your interaction with them that makes it difficult. So is, is that, can that be nichnas into this conversation or is that a different, is that um, what we're talking about? It, it definitely can be. Um, I would only offer one thought um, to begin with, and you know, other suggestions are welcome, is that we shouldn't look at it like all or nothing. And this could apply to many situations where sometimes, you know, we can't have a relationship as we would hope it could be, as maybe we really feel we need it to be. But we shouldn't, we shouldn't thereby sort of turn away from it completely and just give up on it. We should give value to even something being a certain percent of the full good amount that we would wish we would have in the relationship. So there's a, there's aspects of connection of like not turning away completely, of trying to like push through, so to speak, or work through, or not be like overwhelmed by even things, parts of it that aren't really hard. So if we can like, value that there is that connection and there is something in the relationship that's valuable, even though it's not 100% or far from it, then we'll be able to like stick with it and maintain at least that amount, which also is valuable. And there's always going to be hope, you know, and maybe you should try to maintain hope that maybe things could somehow, you know, turn around. Hashem has every means to, you know, somehow alter the situation and who knows, all of a sudden, you know, things, things transform. But even if, even if not, there's a, there's a real sort of, you know, respectful goodness in that. Does that make sense? Um, yes, I think so. I mean, at, at least like where I'm applying it in my, in the context of my personal question, I think it does make sense. Right, right. So okay. thank you. Okay, <laughs> okay, absolutely. Um, Okay, another another situation I think where this idea applies, uh, you know, quite often or quite significantly, is uh, when we're interacting in conversation, discussion, sometimes debate with another person. Um, so there is a tendency for things to become almost like a contest. Who's going to win? Which is very understandable, very natural. 
it's an opportunity for me to, to prove myself, even to myself. Um, the flip side would be that I try to relate to it as best I can as a real cooperative experience, where, of course, the ideas need to be presented with, you know, the full clarity, with the full respect, each one sharing what he has to share. But if the way I relate to the other person's ideas are that I want to learn from them. I want to learn about them. One of the main ways of knowing a person is knowing their ideas. And it's even the primary way. Because what is the essence of a person? At least, you know, in the best good situation. Is there a das? So how am I going to know you unless I know what you think about something? Unless I know what you feel about something. So this, the desire for that connection can be expressed in my trying to listen as best I can to maybe learn something that I didn't know on my own and to learn about the person who's presenting it, of what they think and how they think. And, as, and be ready for as unbelievable as it might be. Like, you, you could not have imagined that somebody would have this kind of a thought about this topic. Especially not somebody so close to you or so important to you. So if we're ready to really discover what that person may be all about, which is the only way to really connect to them. So then we'll be ready to hear and we'll want to hear and we'll want to draw it out. We'll want to make sure that we understood correctly. And of course, that will make most conducive, make the situation most conducive for the other person also to be able to be open to hear. Because very often, you know, until we feel that we've been heard, we're not really even ready to listen. So to give somebody the sense that they've been heard and their ideas are valued and respected and meaningful, that's who they are. That itself gives it value. While at the same time, respecting your own ideas, that could be very different. But once they feel that, oh, you get me. Oh, you get me. For some people, it's like uh, a uh, you know rare or maybe you know unprecedented experience that they have the sense that somebody's really on their wavelength, somebody's really getting them. And they can apply to listening to somebody about you know a lot of things in life, where there's a listening with with a real respect of their experience, their their feelings, their, their description of their experience. That's very powerful, but also in in, uh, in areas of uh, even some kind of a debate, it could be in learning, it could be in other areas, that kind of uh, like eagerness to learn, trying to relate to it as a, a you know, cooperative, a, a, a opportunity of discovery, discovery ideas, discovery of the person, an opportunity to share, I want to give over to you what's 
I think could be helpful, valuable, meaningful, true. So I want you to be able to receive it. I want to help you to be ready to receive it. That could, you know, create much better communication. Does that make sense? What I say? Okay. Okay, Simon, how did that sound? Sounds good. Okay, okay very good. Um, let's see, is there anything else that I wanted to touch on? Okay, a couple of uh, related items. This is a very significant, is it? There's a significant element in a good relationship of really being committed for the long haul, being ready to be there for the person when they need you, whatever that might take. And even though in ordinary life situations may not come up, but the mere fact that that's there in your own heart and mind. If you know it, the other person will know it. They'll know that this is somebody who they can rely upon. That's, that's gonna be there for them. So it's, it's very you know, worthwhile to focus on it, to be conscious of it, not just to like, you know, let it be dormant, like to know that's, yeah. And it does play out even along the way, you know, how much you try to stay connected and really can make a difference, you know, um, like even reaching out to somebody who you haven't been in touch with for a while for no special reason except for the fact that they might be able to benefit from it a lot. They might need it. Could definitely appreciate it. It's a good thing to do. Okay, if you can find some good occasion, some good venue to get together. Like we tried to do uh, this uh, Thursday night before Shavuos or anything like that. So that's, you know, that, that's the best. But, but, you know, even if you don't happen to have that readily available, just, you know, I was going through my phone list, I saw your name, I said, hey, let me give a call. It's been, it's been really way too long. <laughs> Five years since we spoke is way too long. It's, it's fine. Just calling to say, hi, how are you doing? Hope everything is okay. Wishing you well, thinking of you. Bam. It's powerful. It's powerful. So, uh, and you never know, somebody, you might discover that they really, they really need that connection very badly. So um, that's all part of that. That's once we have a connection with somebody, it's for the long haul. 
We may not always be in touch, but we're, we're, we're hoping for it. We're, we're waiting for it. We're maybe on occasion looking for it, trying to find a way how to get together, how to open the lines of opportunity, like this year is supposed to be, in part. <laughs> so for some people, it works sometimes. Uh, one last point that I'll share is, uh, you know, sometimes there are individuals or groups that are very different than us. So it's hard to feel that natural connection. So we should try to find the Nakuda Taiva within them, within the person, within the group. And, you know, if we look, we could probably could find there's something that they have that's good. And we focus on that, say, oh, you know, they're, they, they're worthy of our respect and our good connection just because they're years. But we could see that, yeah, they have something. They have something good that we could even try to learn from. Try to, try to, try to follow. So that can help a little bit. You might be surprised what we'll discover. So it's worth putting in the effort to try to find it. That's, you know, developing the, uh, the mindset of looking to see the good that's there in every person. If we're looking to see the good in everybody, yes. do we treat everybody if we can if we can actually see the good or pick one that's good for each person? And say, wow, they're so excellent in this media. No, they- not, not, not that it's dependent on that. No, no, no. That no, no, it no, helps no. to sort of like, you know, bridge, that, make a bridge when, when they're very different in many ways. Right. So we can have, you know, a group of people that are all vastly different. Right. Um, but we can look at that group and say, and we can connect to this person because we respect his ability to reach other people. And this person, because of the amount of chesed they do. Right. And these are things that are special about them that. Right. Maybe we want to be like them in that regard. In addition um, to the fact that they are a yid. <laughs> right. Which is, which, in addition to the fact that they are a Jew, which needs no ad- addition, but just to help it make it easier for ourselves. Easier to feel it, that's all. So I want to, ask, I want to ask on the inverse. Okay. Um, so... In that approach, there is nobody that we shouldn't have a connection to. Is that um, correct? No, no, there could be situations where we need to uh, establish some distance because it could be, a, a, you know, sort of harmful to us. There's some people that we really can't try to get close to. It's not gonna not gonna play out well. We could still recognize the good in them from some distance. Say, oh, I wish them well. I want everything good for them. I cannot be their buddy. Uh-huh. Even if they want it, it's just not gonna be right for me. And it's okay. Sometimes, sometimes we can't even explain. But at the same time, we could see within them that 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 good points 
and hope for them to somehow find a way back all the way. Aaron was able to befriend anybody in Kalisra because he was able to influence them. It was, it was quite reliable that they would wind up being positively influenced and turned around by the fact that Aaron Akoyin is their friend. They would not be able to accept that friendship while not being deserving of it, as far as they could sense. So therefore, it was a very powerful and reliably powerful positive influence to tell them to turn around. So we, in our life situations, can't necessarily rely upon that. Sometimes you have to be careful. Does that make any sense for David? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, Rebbe said that when you have a relationship with somebody, it should not be let go in general. Is that correct? Is that any sense correctly? It should not be abandoned. Yes. We should try to like view it as this is for the long haul. Even if right now I'm not so in touch, but I'm hoping for it. And I, 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 I'm wishing for it. And you didn't try to look for it. Why? Way. Because um, that's, that's all part of, you know, our true best existence. That midah of connection, that midah of shalom, that real, that real goodness of cholesterol being together is, and all the good that comes from it is um, a big part of being a yid. I have a friend who is a couple years older than me who I spent the summer with one time. Very nice guy, wonderful person. Mm-hmm. Um, so just in a different, when, when I got to know him, he was in a different chapter of life. Mm-hmm. And now I, we're both married with kids, but he's a few, little bit older than me. Mm-hmm. When I see him on the street, I'm happy to say hi to him, but I don't feel or necessarily see the benefit of pursuing a relationship with him versus... Uh, no, he's a nice guy. I'm happy to be acquaintances with him, but to be friends with him. Okay, I don't know. Sure, sure. We don't. We don't have. We don't have enough time, maybe, for real involvement with everybody. That's why I say it's good if we can find ways of even some connection. Where where there is. Debbie, we live in, We live in the world of social media, and interconnectivity, and if we tried to connect with everybody we know. We, we wouldn't have time to dive in. Forget yes, about then, 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 of course, you cannot lay yourself get overwhelmed. And uh, I, I what, what exactly, what exactly yeah. is the method? That I don't know. You know, um, if you have a good rabbit to share and you send it out to all your friends, that's a good way of, you know, connecting to them. You share with them a good word that will brighten up their day. And, you know, they're all having something good from you without all you need is one click, you know, uh-huh. the whole group. But, uh, you know, I'm not saying that's, that, that's necessarily the, the, the only way or the best way. But, you know, it's, it's, it's really, essentially, it's a matter of, like, respecting it and, like, you know, not, not, like, cutting it off, not, like, giving up on it and hoping to find the, the, the opportunity or the method, the occasion where we can have something. 
Like you never know when somebody needs somebody to talk to. If you give them a chance, they might take advantage and it might be really good for them. And you know, don't discount the possibility that you are somebody who people might be comfortable talking to and may not have somebody else. <laughs> so, you know, it's Kedai to be there, to be somehow mm-hmm. available. <laughs> yeah. Um, one, one, one more thought, and we'll pause with this. Family. If you can create a, a feeling, concept, experience of a team in the family, that's fantastic. Individuality is recognized, contribution recognized. You know, as they're getting older and they're more able to be helpful, to help in the way that they will enjoy it and able to do it, to have activities that you know are enjoyable together, trying to create that kind of a team feeling um, is very good. Sometimes you know there could be an opportunity that like will create a, a, a lasting good memory and good connection. Um, we had one time on Shabbos around Hanukkah weekend. None of the children, married children, were coming. So it was just me, my wife, um, and our two youngest sons and the youngest daughter that were home. And we said, we're not going to sit around and do nothing for Hanukkah. And we booked to Niagara for two days. It was November. <laughs> for the place where, you know, not, not all the, not all the uh, sort of uh, attractions were, were up and running, but there was still what to do there. And, you know, we had a great time. And we called ourselves the Niagara Five. <laughs> nice. So, you know, you make your family the Niagara Five or the, the Woodmere Five. <laughs> and, you know, that's it. That's just like a sort of microcosm. This is the microcosm. And that's what a closure really is. And then we try to, like, expand it. But that's a good place to try to start where everybody's ideas are welcome, everybody's talents are, 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 are valued, everybody's individuality is celebrated. And, you know, and the parents are not calculating who's calling who first. You know, you, you, <laughs> the kid is away, you call them, and you don't think about they should be calling me. You just like, you know, try to find all good ways to. Stick together, and that's uh, that's a good way to start it.